0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Silent Sales Machine radio podcast. I'm your guest host, Ryan Rieger. And today we're talking to Eric Moore. He's one of the very few second time guests on this podcast, but Jim talked with him. He's on episode 205. And on that episode, he tells Jim that he wants to quit his job and is planning on doing that. Well, On July the 20th of this year, he did that. And so we're catching up with him to learn how he did it, how he made that decision, the thought process he had behind that, what his business is going to look like now. And it's just really super cool because uh, Eric's an inspiration and we want more people like Eric to be able to quit their job and live the life that they're wanting to from this business. So very excited to chat with Eric. Here is my interview with Eric Moore. Eric, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I really appreciate you jumping back on with us. How are you?
1: Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? It's uh, nice to meet you for the first time. I've seen you on some of the podcasts and things that you've done with Silent Sales Machine and the Facebook group. But it's great to talk to you in person.
0: Yeah, thanks for doing this. You are a returning guest. There's not many of those on this list. We've got Jim has, oh gosh, I don't know, three hundred episodes or so now, and you are in that uh, a very short list of people that have been on more than once. Oh so
1: yes, yes, cool. I was I was honored when I was asked to be on the podcast again, and I know we'll cover a lot of things today about
0: that. Yeah, I'm excited because you have entered. We need an official name for this, guys. It's uh Essentially the dad's or mom's coming home club um, but you have entered the dad dad home club. what do you, we need a, we need an official really cool name for that. but you are in that club with me and a lot of other people. so congratulations I want to get into right. that about how you made that decision. but talk about on your pretend somebody hasn't had a chance to listen to episode 205 or, you, or your first one with Jim. who are you and how did you get started?
1: Sure. Yeah, my name is Eric Moore. I'm married. My wife Lisa, and we live in Houston, Texas. And uh, from from episode 205, you know, I encourage the listeners to go back and get a chance to look at it. I won't be able to cover all the details. And sure. and I had a pretty long uh, discussion. But basically, we started selling on Amazon in uh, June of 2017. Okay. And the interview was uh, last year, so that would have been you know about the two year mark. Our main focus of of selling on Amazon at that point was uh, retail arbitrage.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we
1: had, you know, online arbitrage as well, and we had some wholesale. Yeah. And you know, I relayed to Jim how, you know, my goal was to go uh, full-time with Amazon. I have an accounting degree and a business background, uh-huh. uh, business operation. And so when I started with the Amazon journey three years ago, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that this was what I wanted to be doing full-time. That's and, awesome. uh, The data analysis, the constant learning Uh opportunities have just been endless over these three years. And so I relate to Jim some of the the stories of those first two years. And, you know, some of the one of the main things that we talked Uh about was uh, uh, retail arbitrage trips, you know, going out of town, on out of town trips and things like that. And how how those operations worked. But uh, obviously, a lot has happened. Uh, since that last uh, interview mm-hmm. we had in July, so that's sort of you know a, a background uh, yeah. high level. I encourage people to listen to two hundred five. And Absolutely, uh, that, that's that's sort of the high level of who I am and you know what we've been doing.
0: Perfect. So your goal was to quit your job, I and mean, you said that on up in that last episode, and now here we are, and you have. Yes, and that was three weeks ago. Now that you, yes. you said
1: bye bye, July twentieth, Freedom Day. Freedom Day, that was the best. That was the best day. That's awesome! Wow, there's so much to
0: dig in there because you know, you and I were just chatting, thinking about uh, the people who want to be there and are just nervous to pull that trigger, or not even sure. You know, Eric, you have a business background, so that you have an advantage there. So many of us uh, start this business, me included, and had never really ran a business before, and so you you started as a hobby and ends up being a business and you're like, wow, I have a business now and I've never done this before. And I don't really know my numbers. I don't even know if I'm profitable. And so we can totally, we can make, dig into some of that stuff because that's so important because you need to know your numbers. You need to know, you know, what, where you need to be in order to be able to quit your job. So what are the last three weeks look like for you? So since you said the first two weeks were a blur,
1: uh- <laughs> well, and maybe we'll have time to cover, you know, sort of the way things have gone since last July, but I, I guess what I'll, I'll step back and say was, you know, in that episode two hundred five, Jim made the comment uh, to me, you know, talking about how you know I was doing this job and also my full time corporate job, and he said, uh-huh. you know, you can do that for you know a couple of years, maybe two years, maybe three at the most. Uh-huh. And looking back at that interview and that comment, that was pretty prophetic because. Mm three years is when I, I made that cut. Wow. And this year has been incredible. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say that the main, a main driver in this decision was, you know, the whole COVID thing, but I will say that, that that has, has made an incredible change in the business model mm-hmm. across all areas. And I'm sure everyone has seen it in uh, different, you know, different facets in their business. Sure. But, in doing this, this business now for three years and over the past three or four months, I had just been incredibly, uh, busy. And over, uh, the past two months, June and July, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, things were just coming to a head where I just could not handle both opportunities. And in July, you know, you know, at my corporate job, we had been under furlough situations for since March, basically, you know, working from home, uh, working two weeks, then off a week without pay. Wow. Uh, I fully utilized those those times, obviously in the Amazon business. And yeah. it was the best thing. You know, so there was pressures at the corporate job. Yeah. And there was a decision that was made in July uh, to where we weren't going to be on one week furloughs, but we were going to be on one day a week furloughs for the third quarter okay and so you know we you know at first i thought well that's that's good And i was sort of to be honest i was sort of bummed because that would yeah. take away more time that i was using to be able to you know, sure. use in the amazon business but yeah the company made a decision to uh bring on a uh software program for the particular group that i was in uh-huh. was pertinent to our 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 work and you know my boss just sent out an email uh mid-july and said uh the decision has been made for the company to implement this and you're going to be expected to work 50, 60 hours a week, Mm -hmm. plus maintain your regular duties and and all this kind of stuff. And I I replied to him and asked him, I said, you know, Hey, was there any consideration given to the fact that we're under furlough? And he actually said, well, yes, I did bring that up to the president and CFO of the company, but they both said that furlough was important for the business right now. And Mm -hmm. so you're going to be expected to, you know, manage. So, you know, That didn't sit very well with me at all. And really, you know, when you think about it, that's a corporation saying, okay, we're going to pay you for 32 hours, but we want you to work 50 hours or more so that you make sure you get this software program implemented.
2: Right, right.
1: And that's just taking advantage,
2: honestly.
1: And, you know, as I mentioned, you know, when I started doing this, I wanted to leave my corporate job. It just Mm -hmm. was not what I wanted to do. Yeah.
0: Did they know, um, real quick so question, because a lot of people struggle with this. Did your boss and your company know about your Amazon business? No, absolutely I, not. Okay. Did uh, you have I, to keep I, that separate pretty much and make sure they yes. didn't? Okay.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I kept that separate. I did not talk about that with anyone in the office. They did not know about that. Okay. But that was Friday, July 17th. Okay. Now, where, where that email went out. And so at that point in time, and at that moment in time, on Friday, July seventeenth, I knew that I was at a decision point. Yeah. And I was, I'll be honest with you, I was stressed. And I was uh, uptight as could be because, sure. you know, things had already been just really crazy with trying to manage mm-hmm. everything for, mm-hmm. for months. And it yeah. had continued to ratchet up harder and harder. And that particular week, uh, actually, I had one of my shoppers from um, uh, North Carolina. Uh, she's a uh, college age. She's studying nursing. Her summer job that she had hoped to get that was sort of related to nursing fell through because of COVID. Okay. But she had been shopping for us for a year at college you know, when she had time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I had spoken to her at the beginning of the summer, and she started working for us full time in the summer. You know, obviously she was trying to save money for college and she needed, you know, funds. And so I reached out to her early July and said, Hey, you know, there's some opportunities out here. Would you be willing to come out to Houston for, you know, two weeks yeah. and work full time? And she was like, Absolutely. So she had been here in our house the whole week mm-hmm. working. Yeah. And, you know, on my furlough day, uh, we were, her and I were knocking out a huge shipment. Yeah. And. When I was doing that, and as I was seeing how things were going, and, and I already knew this in my head, but again, when you see how it works, and, and you know things are going smooth, you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, this could be done full time. I could do this." And, and when you have you know workers that work with you and their team,
2: yeah, you see, hey,
1: you know, this isn't me coming home at five p.m. from my corporate. I've got to knock out a three hundred item shipment by myself. You know how am I going to manage this? No, when you have workers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it was just, it was like, like a massive light bulb, that I already knew that was there. Sure. I'd already seen it before, yeah. but it was just amazing having her there. And then, yeah. then when that email came out Friday night, I was like, or, or Friday afternoon, I was like, okay, something's got to happen this weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: had to put it out of my mind because I had two, two man shop teams that we're going to be working in town the whole weekend. Plus, I was going to be out shopping that weekend.
2: We had massive
1: um, hits that we were putting on stores that weekend. And I just had to put it out of my mind, and yeah. so I did that when I left the office Friday. The shop teams and myself, you know, just nailed it Saturday, and then finally Sunday when I get up and I go to church. And right I'll never forget. I'll never forget that Sunday morning.
2: Mm.
1: I walk into church. I sit down next to my wife uh-huh. and I just start weeping. Mm. I, I can't stop for 15 minutes. You know, the music's playing, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful hymns, beautiful words. Yeah. there's The things that were going through my mind was this, okay? First off, God, thank you for putting me in this opportunity. and Thank you right. for your blessings. Yeah. Thank you for these, these opportunities I had in front of me. Secondly, I was just mentally and physically totally spent. Yeah. Third... I, you know, I have fear, I'll be sure. honest, yeah, I have fear, sure. I, I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I've wanted, this is what I've worked towards for three years, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've put myself through massive amounts of efforts, right, and I'm here, and I know I have to make this decision this weekend, mm-hmm. because I knew that I was not going to put myself through the rigors of what was being asked on the corporate side, plus being able to still grow my Amazon business, right. And so my wife was like, "Honey, what's wrong?" You know, and she's giving me tissue, and I'm, you know, wiping my eyes. I finally (laughs) put together after fifteen minutes, and you know, the sermon was a blessing. And you know, we go home, we have dinner or or lunch, and then uh, we take a nap. And uh, I I needed a nap like crazy. (laughs) Then we get up and we go out to dinner. And of course, my Mm -hmm. wife knew that we needed to talk. You know, she knew what was going on. Of course, you know, I I had kept her abreast of everything. corporate and she knew that and she yeah. you know she said eric you've you've changed over the past couple of months you're you're, mm-hmm. you're too stressed you're mm-hmm. you're just it's too much yeah so we went to dinner and uh we had a piece of paper and we just started to write out the pros and cons and mm-hmm. we started with the pros first
0: pros of, the, of leaving your job the pros
1: of leaving uh the corporate and doing you know yep. amazon full-time mm-hmm. and we just kept writing on the pros yeah. We probably had about 10 to 15 pros, Okay. you know, and, and some of the pros on that list were, you know, more time, obviously, to run the business, yep. more time to spend together as a husband and wife working the yep. business together,
2: Yeah.
1: you know, less stress. You know, some people may think, well, this, you know, running the Amazon business is stressful. And really, I'll be honest with you, Ryan, for the past three weeks. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like I've been working, but I mean, I've been working very hard. Believe me. Right. I've been putting it, you know, 10, 12 hour days sometimes, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like what I was dealing with for three years having mm-hmm. to do both. So it yeah. was a big difference. Yeah. So we just wrote out all the pros. And then we wrote yeah. the cons side. Okay. Uh-huh. There were two cons.
0: Versus 10 or 15 pros. Wow.
1: Yes. Wow. And we looked at each other and, they, and we said, we're doing this. Yeah. This, this is a no brainer. Yeah. Okay, and you know, of course, of course, one of the main drivers, obviously, in this is you know, from a financial perspective. Sure. And in running this Amazon business, you have to be very good managing cash flow. And I have a phrase, you know, that that I tell my wife and my, my daughter and her her boyfriend. They laugh at me. I say I, I say, cash is king, cash flow is emperor, mm-hmm. right? And that is the name of the game. And so, you know, the first three years, the first two especially, you know, we rolled our funds from Amazon every single payday in the inventory. We didn't take any profits until mm-hmm. like December after each Q4, okay. know, we paid off some you know debts and things like that. Well mm-hmm. then at the beginning of year three, uh, calendar year three, which would have been actually January of this year, you know, we started taking you know regular funds each um, okay. month. Yep. And so, you know, if you were to listen to episode 205, I sort of shared some of my financial goals of, you know, what I wanted to accomplish before making the cutover uh, corporate. And I, I mentioned, you know, having all the credit cards paid off our car, you know, my son's college note, and that would just leave the mortgage, you know, and I joked to Jim and I said, Jim, if I didn't have my mortgage, I'd quit right now, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so over the past six, seven months, we wiped out all of our credit card, we wiped out our last car notes, and we basically um, just have our mortgage and our portion of our son's college notes. Yeah. Which you know, I had initially hoped to clear that this past December and maybe we'll have time to talk about, you know, some things that happened after, you know, this past July. But anyway, the, the college note will will be taken care of by, uh, March. Of, That's actually. awesome. Yeah. And so that would just leave the mortgage. So, you know, as we're sitting there having dinner, you know, you know, I'm talking with my wife, we're talking about the pros and cons. You know, I'm talking with her about the financials, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course I, I made the comment to her, you know, life isn't a, a Christmas wrapped bow package type of deal. You know, my, my Christmas wrapped package would have been Stepping away from the corporate with the mortgage totally paid—that would have been my ultimate. Yeah. But that just—that would have taken another three years. Okay. Um, running both both jobs, and yeah. there was no way that was clear. There was no way that that could happen. Right. And so you know we had to make the determining factor. Okay, what's more important? Mm-hmm. Um, your time and your freedom. And freedom, that word means a lot to me. Yes, And it means a lot in being able to run this business and make your decisions. Yeah. And you know, have your own schedule. And so, you know, I told her, I said, I know we can do this
2: from a financial
1: perspective. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's it's scary just because you know, you've been under the corporate umbrella for almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. okay but but almost the whole step whole step along the way knew that you didn't weren't happy in it you knew that that's not what you wanted to do and so having this opportunity and sort of this uh pivot point that was you know thrown on my lap where it was like hey you have to make this decision now that's right and so we felt complete peace about it we prayed about it you know we Prayed that night, I said, "You know, God, please do a miracle. If you don't want this to happen, make it clear within 24 hours, because you know the plan was was to go in Monday and say that's it." it wow! Happened. And so that's that's what happened. You know, that's what went down. And uh, I'll tell you, after that meal with my wife, and I was talking about it, mm-hmm. I felt like a hundred pounds just came off yeah. of my neck and shoulders. You knew that you made the right decision, I, there. yeah, yeah. I, I knew we prayed about it but I mean I knew because it was just like such a weight that it was realistic yeah, you had
0: that you had the peace oh. yeah that's awesome what was that moment like when did you I assume you went in and told your boss then or what What was well, that moment
1: like well I you know I, I went in that Monday morning you know that evening you know I had clear cleaned up emails and files and you know that morning I went in I, I did the same I had a little bit more things to clean up and I actually had a few things that, that he had requested of me over the weekend. And so I sent those to him via email, sure. you know, and I noticed uh, he had a, a meeting at like 1030 to 1130. And I was like, okay, this, this is my chance. <laughs> so at 1030, I, I had cleared everything. I would taken care of everything. I had sent the stuff to him that he had requested, you know, and I just packed up my stuff and I, I went down to the, you know, to find the HR and nobody was there. They're working okay. from home. Uh-huh. A receptionist gave him my computer, my tokens, my access badge, and said, uh, I'm done. Wow. And then just walked out. And that was like the best feeling, let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And you're not regretting it?
1: Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. And and I'll tell you, that the past three weeks, I, we've been so busy, and, and God has just blessed so much. We, You know, June and July have just been crazy. July has been even crazier. And then, yeah. you know, wow. those the past three weeks, you know, with having uh, you know, that worker of ours in for two weeks, they're mm-hmm. just knocking out massive shipments, mm. shopping, just finding great deals. It's just been great. You know, and awesome. uh, you know, this past Sunday, you know, I told my wife, you know, the second Sunday in a row, I said, hey, this is the second Sunday that I'm not getting that 5 p.m. pit in the stomach feeling that I right. always" been it absolutely you know? yes and uh, then we just uh you know I, I sat down on my chair here in the office and i just did a, a brown a brown a brain download to my wife you know and i just said okay here honey if you could you know write down the to-do list for this coming week you know so we we went over the to-do list things that needed to get done the things that you know we'd like to get done and some strategic things you know so it's just been great, you know? And, you know, I would just say to people that are out there that are contemplating it, you know, obviously the main concern is, you know, financial, you know, you want to be make sure you can take care of your family and take care of your obligations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to know your numbers. You have to have, you know, accounting system or an inventory system when we use inventory lab and we have a tax account, but inventory lab, you know, and run a PL and everything can be on there, it keeps track of everything. Some mm-hmm. people use QuickBooks or whatnot, but you have to be very good at managing your cash yes. for it. because you want to buy stuff that's going to sell quick because yes. you want to keep spending that money. Absolutely. And so, you know, if you have a handle on that and you know your numbers, you'll see, you know, you'll see your cash flow and you'll know, okay, this is, you know, this is how it's going. And as you do it, for, you know, a period of time, sort of get an understanding of it. But I mean, even now for myself, I still watch it like a hawk because, you know, it's all on me now. There's, there's no excuses, there's nothing. And I'm not the type of person that makes excuses, but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's on me now. So I have to stay on top of it. And, you know, truthfully, I'll, I'll say, you know, I mean, when you make this kind of a big decision, you know. You're like you're looking at your numbers every day because you have yeah. to make sure. Okay, yeah, things are going along. Okay, we'll we're good. You know, and I can be real tight and focused and know how my current uh, pay cycle is, and mm-hmm. then the next pay cycle, mm-hmm. and I can judge. You know, so that gives me a month leeway of knowing how the numbers are going to look. And then, yeah. of course, as you're doing your shopping and then your planning and your, your inventory, you know that you have stuff in the queue that are that's gonna you know kick in for the next thing right. so I'm not I'm not scared about it yeah. you know um I know that everything is in God's hands I know that he brought us to this decision there's been multitudes of multitudes of things that he has done for yeah. us just circumstances blessings and yeah. it's just been amazing to see and and so it's actually grown my faith a yeah. lot stronger because I I now take things, you know, day by day. I mean, yes, you have to have a long, you have to be able to look at the long-term view, but you also just say, you know, God, give me my daily bread Mm -hmm. and help me to live this day, you know, honoring you, loving my family the best way that I can. And and yes, we all fail in those kinds of things from time to time, but I wanted the freedom more than anything. Love it. And so, you know, if I'm not mortgage-free, Okay. Well, I just worked on that now.
2: Right. You know?
1: And so, you know, when, when I spoke with Jim, you know, last year, you know, I, I talked about the segments of business that we had. And, you know, you know, we haven't even we haven't even scratched the surface of the opportunity. That's the thing. The opportunity right. is massive. It I is. Mean, we have to grow our wholesale uh, side of the business bigger. We haven't even done replans. Okay. Yeah. I, I know all about that, but I've been busy with RA. And so wow. that's one of the things that I'm going to, you know, work on as well as the Re-Cleansed, uh program awesome. that's talked about. And then also, you know, hopefully, you know, soon start looking at, you know, private label. So I'm just really excited about all of the opportunities and, and just everything that's in front of us right now. Wow. And so and it's just been. It's been exciting.
0: That's cool. Congratulations! I got a question. So that people who are you don't have to share. I don't. I don't want to know what you were making at your job. But can you, as far as a percentage, where yeah. were you with your Amazon business in percentage wise to your your corporate income?
1: You know, I didn't look at it that way. Um, I right. just sort of looked at it. Where okay, I know what my sales are, and I know uh-huh. what my my profit percent is. Okay. To my sales, you know, it runs like 15 to 18%. Okay. Um, you know, I would say we were probably, you know, sort of right on the edge. Okay. As far as matching. Okay. Nice. Matching it. You know, when we I was on that podcast with Jim last year, you know, I said, you know, my first goal was obviously to get to a million in sales. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my profit percent's, you know, 15%. So that'd be 150,000. Uh-huh. And that's after, you know, employees, taxes, sure. expenses, everything. Yeah. Um, so you know we may come in a little bit under a million this year in sales, but that would be fine because you know obviously we had knocked out some of our our monthly you know obligations you know the credit cards and car payments, mm-hmm. and we also are in the process of uh, refinancing our house. So that's okay. gonna knock, that's going to knock off uh, probably four to five hundred dollars. Nice our, our house payments. So awesome. um, so those are all things that just sort of came together. You know, sure. right around this time frame of this decision, and yeah. so it, if you
0: hadn't, if your um, if your Amazon income was, let's say, it was only fifty to sixty percent of your corporate income, do you think you still would have been able to make that leap, knowing that you'd get back, you'd have five days a week now instead of one?
1: Well, you know, I that was that was something that was always on my mind. You know, like mm-hmm. in year two, sure. You know, it's like okay, I see where my numbers are. And, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't enough to cover. The monthly expenses, you know, what would I do? Or I just keep mm-hmm. plugging away. And you know, I just kept plugging away. But I do know this. I mean, obviously just in the three weeks, you know, having to have having your whole schedule open to you know focus on the business. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I can easily see how you can grow the business quicker if you have more time. Yeah. And and really, really I've just seen that because you know the amount of capital that we've had available to us over the past couple of months, mm-hmm. you know, when I first thought about it, I was like, "Man, that's a lot of money!" You know, that I'm pumping <laughs> in right. and out, you know. Sure. But I can easily see it yeah. how it was like just massively mushrooming the snowball of opportunity. And so, you know, once you have time and if you have capital availability, that snowball is just going to expand, and then right. you really are not having to worry as much not that you're worrying but your numbers just grow yeah and you know just to throw this out at you too you know a couple years ago you know you hear people talk about having a warehouse and things like that Mm -hmm. and you know you always aspire or you think man yeah it would be cool to have a warehouse and have wouldn't have to work out of my home you know with all this stuff you know Uh clogging up the living areas you know (laughs) my wife being patient you know it's like, you know, we clear everything out. We get like two days of respite and then it's loaded back up again. Right. So she's nice. She's, she's been very good about that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know that it would, you know, eventually it would be nice to have something like that. But mm-hmm. just in these three weeks, Ryan, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen and I've already thought, hey, yeah, we could do this. Now, Now we've got that, that kind of decision would not be made until like next year because sure. – just another thing that I've got in front of me is my daughter's getting married in March. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, yeah. Now, now, thankfully, we had already been saving for that mm-hmm. at the beginning of this year. But, you know, it's like, as you get deeper into the time, you know, obviously you're you're locking down your caterer, your right you know, your photographer. And so you got some big money that's going out.
0: They need deposits probably, don't they? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, so we wouldn't even think about a warehouse until next year. But the sure. point is, the point that I'm trying to make is, I'm already thinking about that. Yes. I'm already seeing it as a possibility. You know, not you know, and, and several years ago, if, if if I would have been talking about that or thinking about that, I would well, no, that's just a pie in the sky dream. That's never gonna happen. Sure. But as you see your your when you make wise use of your capital, you just plug it in there and it just boom and explodes. Yeah. You then you then you just keep having more and you just yeah.
0: You keep managing that. That's awesome. I need to wrap this up. Let me give you one more question because I know there's a lot of people, Eric, they're like, gosh, I want to be in Eric's shoes. I want to be able to quit my job. I hate what I'm doing. It just yeah. is uh, sucking the life out of me. And there's so many guys, especially like that. They want to be home with their family like you are now. What What's advice for them on just even some practical stuff on uh, sure. knowing know your numbers, that's probably a big right. Thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, what else would you he's... say
0: to encourage that guy that's right.
1: I would just say two things: personal responsibility. Mm. You know, Jim and and, and the group has the phrase "business building warriors." Mm -hmm. You have to be a warrior.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And I'm talking. You're going to be bloodied, and you're going to be beaten. And what I mean by that is, you're going to you're going to have to spend massive amounts of time and effort. I mean, that's what I did for three years, Ryan. Yep. I mean. Working, you know, forty to fifty hours at corporate, and then working as many hours as I could with Amazon, and I'm talking, you know, the first year, you know, most days of the week, you know, and, and the first year, obviously, you may be doing a lot of the stuff by yourself, before you are bring in people to help. you. But I mean, most days, I was up till one, two in the morning, mm-hmm. pumping out shipments, mm-hmm. you know, and then sourcing on the weekends and the evenings. I was as I was able, yep. and then you've got to realize that you've got to bring on help too. Mm -hmm. That's been very huge. I mean, we've got shoppers that shop for us now, but the two words, personal responsibility, you're going to have to have absolute 100% commitment and just a driving energy and driving force behind you that says I'm doing this no matter what. Right. And that's what I would say, you know, and an example of, of where, you know, a personal responsibility hit me right in the head this week. You know, Wednesday I flew out to Atlanta on source and I was out in Atlanta area from Wednesday and I flew back Saturday night, okay. you know, um, and I picked up a couple of things for my wife, um, some nice makeup type stuff. Uh-huh. And I didn't take the personal responsibility to look at those things careful enough. So when I go through security coming home, mm two of the items that I got from my wife were over the 3.4 ounces or whatever. Yeah. And I had, you know, an anger upset moment at the TSA people <laughs> where really that had to be directed at me. I had to look in the mirror. That was my fault. I did not look at it close enough. Mm. And so that was just a because that's something that had just sort of been on my mind a lot. Mm-hmm. This year, especially over the past four months, with mm-hmm. everything that's gone on in the world, we we don't even have time to dive into that. Sure. But personal responsibility is huge.
2: Yeah,
1: this this world and this country does not have that like it should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And you
1: have to look in the mirror, and you have to take personal responsibility for your situation and for what needs to be done. Mm. And so, nice. it's not easy. Nope, it's not. There's no easy button on this. No, it's not. It's just a lot of work. And it's effort, but it's constant learning, constant growth, and it's exciting. And it's worth and it's, it. Yeah, it's worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely worth it.
0: Awesome. Eric, thank you so much. I know we could dive into so much more with you. You are a wealth of knowledge and uh, excited to chat with you today. And thanks for coming back on. And uh, yeah, just being, for, congratulations for making that. that leap and being another dad that's now home.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, when when we had that conversation with Jim, you know, we talked about how he said, "Yeah, we'll have to have you back when you when you do a million or a five million in sales." And so, you know, it's like when you wanted to interview me, I was like, "Well, I, ha- I really haven't done anything yet. I mean, yes, I made this big decision, but you know, now it, it, again, it goes back to personal responsibility. Now it's time to get to work and learn everything and keep growing and and hit those goals." And so, absolutely, you know, that's that's what I want to do. I'm willing to you know, talk to people that have questions or or hoping for anything like that. But it was really, really good talking to
0: you, Ryan. Love it. Well, thanks so much for doing this and we'll talk soon. All right. right. Take care. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.